0: Welcome back to another episode of Content is Profit. Today we have a special one. We actually have a communication student and a video production student, same person though. (laughs) And we're gonna be discussing some of the challenges they've been having with a project from one of their new clients that is seeking to create somewhat of a mini documentary. so he actually came on the studio with some questions and looking for some guidance and at the end of the day the
1: the initial pitch was to shadow the show and then uh the conversation was so good we're like we need to record about this because uh, a lot of people are probably experiencing the same friction because we did that was one of the things that we did and we go through a bunch of examples we go through how to apply it actually in your business how to apply it you as a creator or even if you are a business how to talk to your team about it that is right i think it's super exciting now enjoy
0: well i was gonna add some of the things you could (laughs) learn some of the things you're gonna learn on this episode are managing expectations right with the client when they bring a project to you especially if you cannot have your hands on every stage of the project. So mostly on the post-production side of things. Another thing that we talk about is processes on the creative aspect, right? How do you structure maybe certain pieces of content? And at the end of the day, we also talk about our famous publishing pyramid and quality of the message over quality of the production.
1: Yeah, is also thrown under the bus a couple of times, and then I've also thrown under the bus for a couple of times. So enjoy, enjoy. <laughs> we've got some hey fresh, new I'm, Luis. And new
0: I'm and i'm Luis, you and you're listening
1: before. to the content is profit podcast so welcome colin let's go, let's go. Hello.
2: Hello.
0: <laughs> yeah, you got an audience colin remember to talk closer like oh, feel oh, free feel, not, yeah. feel free to handle the mic whichever way you go, you want it's, a, it's yeah, totally sure. okay and here's
1: here's a, a little bit more context right like Colin's working with this amazing company which uh, remains to be not named uh, but a very fun and amazing you know project that's gonna be very very big that's all we can say it involves racing cars and uh, <laughs> and uh, we we're just talking about you know back-end processes how to make like video editing a little bit easier types of video editing types of podcasts uh, pre production, pre production, post production. Yeah. How to how to make a win for a client? Like explaining expectations, right? Like all these amazing things. And we're like, wow, this is so cool because that's kind of like the world that we that we started in. Uh, and now we just really focus on podcasts and uh, the micro assets, right? Yeah. The, the so, clips.
0: Colin, we're gonna put you under the mic here. <laughs> I know my brother butcher a little bit. You know okay. what do you do? What you go for school? He said he goes to school for content, but. <laughs> I know personally from talking to you that you had an interest in cinematography, yeah, yeah. all that. Yeah. Yeah, and so I mean, yeah, we always said also that you had a radio voice. So finally yeah, you're yeah, yeah. on a podcast. So Funny. why don't you share with us a little bit what are those interests and what you're actually going to school for? Yeah.
2: So I mean, ever since I was a kid, I always wanted to go into like <laughs> film. Yeah. Because um, I always liked the creative process of making film and like being able to like, I guess, I mean, just to do that just always was really cool to me and like that art form and stuff. But yeah. Um, You know, for me, I was going to go for film, but I didn't go for film. Um, Because I don't think you can be taught, like, how to make specifically a film. So I wanted to go and look at more of the process specifically. So, like, video production. So I'm going for, like, a communications major with the digital video production track. So I get those technical aspects that allow me, so that way my voice can do the talking. But I actually know how to talk, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. In cool, that way that, that, i like it we that, actually that, that
0: might ha- we actually might have your teacher later on here in like two hours <laughs> now that you <laughs> no, said should, that you're the she was scheduled she was yeah, scheduled yeah, yeah. oh okay because you're way, like that, i'm in communication i'm like
1: that's way better that uh you go to school for content yeah <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I agree <laughs> yeah 100 <Yeah. 100%. laughs> but anyways fancy you were in the middle of an idea when we said like stop saying that yes and uh, continue else. on the mm-hmm. on the show colin do you remember what he was saying no my goodness. All right, cool. But let's give
0: some context on this conversation, right? Besides, because I think right, that is like out yeah. there in the ether. We're going to talk a how, lot about, about a lot this of things. How
1: is this a win for you, the listener, or you watching the video, right? Like, uh, obviously, we have a production business on, on the back end. And, uh, you know, some of the things that I was showing, Colin, earlier was like our own process. And we developed something where it's like we like to remove the friction, you know, identifying these, these you know, places where production might be held up, right? And that goes all the way from like scripting to like post-production, right? There's these elements. And then you come up with your own process and every single, I guess, editor or content uh, producer will have their own process. And we encourage you to start exploring that. Right, yeah. so I think
0: they're uh, gonna have overlaps at the end of the day. A lot yeah. of it is gonna overlap.
1: And uh, you know, as a as a marketer or as a content producer, you're you're chasing a result, right? What is that result? Is that more sales? Is that more uh, uh, better message, better storytelling, like all these things, right? And then that process is gonna shape, you know, the, that result.
0: Yeah. So let's talk about without mentioning brands, names, whatever, mm-hmm. kind of like let's use your project that you came with here, you know, asking questions about yeah. as the context for what we're going to talk about, right? So mm-hmm. mention a little bit about what is the challenge that you're having or that you were having at the beginning of this project.
2: Yeah, so I mean, I think the challenge that kind of comes in is, is like what does the client want versus how I, I guess, envision it, it in my head. And so there has to be that happy medium, right? Because I'm the one that's painting the picture. But yeah. He's asking me to, make said picture so if I don't know what to paint then how am I supposed to do it um, so it's definitely it, it's definitely a learning process and obviously you know I'm still learning and yeah. I mean I'm like 22 years old I'm still getting that like whole like thing going um, but yeah I mean and, and that's why I wanted to come to you guys because I mean you guys understand <laughs> I mean you guys have the experience so having that knowing where it's like I guess you have to make your own process of how it needs to work for you. At least helps me understand, especially for this video. So let's
1: see if we can paint the picture without naming anything, right? Like it's like almost, you came into a project Mm -hmm. and uh, you received this box of puzzle pieces, right? Yes. And they threw them on the table. AKA media files. AKA media (laughs) files. And then they threw them on the table and then they spread them out. And... uh, the client wants a result based on that footage that you as a producer and an editor, you didn't have control over like the the storyline or what happened. So mm-hmm. there's a, a multi-day event and there's like these things that happened, but then you as an editor, there's a lot of resources that are invested in actually rewatching this type of content and trying to make sense of like, maybe what the client wants, right? right. And sometimes this is our point, right? Sometimes, a client might not know really what they want, right? They might have a reference, exactly. they, might, they might tell you, hey, I want X, but X means something different different to you, right? Yeah. Um, and then, so that's the challenge, right? It's like, yeah. how do we make this a win for the organization, for the client, based on the resources that we have today? Yeah.
0: I mean, I think another challenge too is the fact that they might know what they want, but they might not be as educated on the process on how to achieve that. Mm -hmm. So they went into this project with, okay, let's say example, we want to shoot a mini documentary, Mm -hmm. but they didn't know they had to plan it. They need some sort of storyboard. They needed B-roll. They don't understand the difference between A-roll, B-roll, right? Right. All these different puzzle pieces, right? That you can add to create a final product so they went on and they said, okay, we're just going to shoot a lot of content because that's what we need. We just need a lot of content. Right. And then we're just going to give it to the editor because the editors, it, you know, their job is to put things together yeah, and yeah, that's yeah. it. Right. So <laughs> right. they have this goal, but they have some sort of lack of understanding, which is going to make the job, the project a little bit more challenging. Yeah. So how do we tackle that in your eyes? First of all, I would love to hear from you. Um, how do you think you should tackle, you know? this sort of expectations with the client, mm-hmm. right? That they have, it's like, all right, we wanna build this. And then you see what they got, right? The tools mm-hmm. that they're offering to you. What would you tell them?
2: Um, oh, jeez. I mean, you know, I, I gotta be able to work with what I've got. So there does need to be a little bit of give and take, I think when it comes to that process, cause I can't materialize stuff out of thin air. So if you don't know that we don't have this shot or, The shot might not be like shot well, or we just didn't get it done the right way. You know, there might need to be a little bit of a pivot, or we need to kind of look at something else to be that main focus. And, um, yeah, it's it's that give and take,
1: yeah. So, for example, like, uh, one of the things that we that we're talking about is like, let's say they want an interview shot in a mini documentary, right? And then the reference that we get and on our process we always ask for a reference at the beginning we're like what are some examples of content that you'd like that you consume like what so we can see like what what they're actually uh thinking about right in in a sense and uh then they want an interview shot and they they show us let's say a press conference right that is shot with like a tv camera there's Mm -hmm. microphones you can actually listen to it but then the shot that we get is shot from an iphone Mm-hmm. moving from one side to the other one. <laughs> the audio is maybe, there's not microphone, right? It's maybe the iPhone, yeah. you know? So there's there's a limitation to that to that type of content right. versus the expectation that the client might, might have. And I think in general, like in our world, that happens every single day, right? Like we, in our specific case with podcast editing, this is why I'm so excited on the studio because we can control that environment, right? So right. if somebody comes in here, we're like, you know what? You guys don't have to think about anything because you sit here, we have a 4K camera, we have the Rodecaster, which will record the best audio possible, right? And then there's a clear expectation of what the end result is versus, let's say we also work with a lot of remote people, Mm -hmm. right? And it's like, well, they send us a Zoom interview file, Right? And it's like, it's not the main camera, you know, interview file, but it's like the the pixelated, like all the little squares <laughs> in there where you have to actually digitally zoom in right. and everything is pixelated. So if we wanna create micro content out of that, it might not be the best looking micro content out there. Right? And the, the reference that they have is maybe a 4K shot in a studio in an amazing couch, right? So you're like, okay, what, where is the gap and how can I educate the client or the person that I'm helping into bridging that gap and understanding like, hey, this thing that you sent me or that, that example and it goes with like social content, design work, like brand work, all of this, right? It takes this type of equipment, this type of time to edit, this type of this type of time to like script, these many resources and is triple X money, right? And this thing that you sent me, right, and then they're sold. We're so far away from that, right? So what, how can we help you get there? And I think that's a, a, a very exciting opportunity, uh, maybe conversation that a lot of people can have with their potential uh, coworkers. Right. Yeah, mm-hmm. I
2: mean, like knowing the limitations that you have and then, yeah, having it on what puzzle pieces we got yeah. helps <laughs> with that process. Um, yeah, I think uh, constant, sure communication, constant
0: communication. Constant yep. communication is key. Right, again, they're gonna have some sort of expectations. The example, asking for an example, mm-hmm. it's a great idea because it's gonna let you understand the gap, yeah. right? Because if they say they want something cinematographic, but then you look at the footage and there's nothing <laughs> cinematographic in there, you're like, all right, let's set this clear, mm-hmm. right? The most cinematographic, this is gonna look like it's probably the sound design and maybe some color grading in here, right? right. But like, you know, not to get too technical, your whole idea is to close that gap from their expectations and what they want yeah. to what you can actually produce. And by saying this, I'm, I don't mean lower their expectations so much that you can produce something that is not quality. That's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is just help them understand what is the best that you can create with the footage, the the tools that you have, mm-hmm. right? And then let them, you know, kind of like reorganize that expectation that they have. So. An idea that just popped into my head would be, okay, they send all this footage and they tell you, we want to build this mini documentary. Mm -hmm. So you're like, okay, well, first of all, let me go through the footage, right? So I can give you a clear answer because I'm not going to say we can actually build this without seeing because I cannot control the pre-production process, right? I wasn't part of, you know, the shot list that we had to create. I wasn't part of, you know, any of the shooting. So I need to see what you have to see if it actually makes sense. create what you're looking for so it's like all right i'm gonna get back to you in 24 hours so you go you look at the footage and maybe looking at the footage you realize okay i cannot create the mini documentary because there's not enough storytelling in here there's not enough interviews a role uh maybe there's some good b-roll that i can use Mm -hmm. so then you decide what are some options that i can offer them all right option a create the documentary hey look Based on the footage that you gave me, we can put this together only if we manage to do an interview with all the participants, yeah. right? We need to talk to these people and ask them some questions so we can get some story that we can thread throughout this bureau. Mm-hmm. Option B is with the footage that we have, we can make a pretty cool like hide video with maybe some, you know, samples of some of the interviews that you get here and there. And that is Total possibility. We wouldn't have to invest more resources into doing interviews, et cetera. Mm-hmm. But this is what we can actually do with the footage that you provided to us at that moment. Right. And now you have something, you know, concrete that you can show them and then they can decide, all right, we want let's say we don't have more resources to invest into the interviews. Let's mm-hmm. go with the high video with some samples of the interviews that you put in there that that they shooted and we can create something in there. Mm-hmm. All right, perfect. So this is what we're gonna do now. Their expectations, you know, are taken care of. They right. know exactly what they're getting. They know exactly what you can produce. You know that you can produce certain type of project right. because you already know what you're working with. Yeah. And then you know their expectations are level with your commitment. And just like, boom, let's
2: go. Gotcha. Yeah. I mean, I mean that completely makes sense. And and that is one thing because um, I took the project on without looking at the footage first. So I probably <laughs> should have done that. <laughs> but um, i mean yeah there's footage there to make a product 100% so
1: yeah i think we went through like a, also a couple of examples too like where you know i, I think being a consumer of content yeah. like if you are in this world mm-hmm. it helps a ton and not like content of your market like like i love you know we all love anime here right yeah. did i say it right in english anime
0: do, do you really love it? <laughs> I said it it I said, I said it right? Right? <laughs> <laughs> yes,
1: sir, right? Anime, right? Yeah. Uh, you know, we. Uh, I like movies a ton, like every yeah. kind of movies. Right? I love, I, l- lately I've been into F1 documentaries, <laughs> right? I just saw one. Mm-hmm. And that was like one of the examples. It's like, okay, instead of like uh, those references, really good because then you can apply lessons from those things that you watch and, and look like through, not only the commercial side, like, but it's like in this documentary, what, what's happening? Like, are they talking? What's the shot? Do they have like, if they're having an interview, they have like three shots. Wow, that's that's like mm-hmm. interesting, right? Because it, it keeps like the camera shifting, like from this camera to this camera to that camera, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mava is gonna have a good good time editing this, <laughs> but. Um, And then you can take those elements and be like, okay, you know, based on these puzzle pieces that I have, or if I'm planning ahead of time, like that storyboard or or, or that shot list, then like, what are the resources that we have, right? Well, we have X camera, we have an iPhone, which by the way, an iPhone will be incredible, right? Like the, I think the latest uh, Apple commercial was actually shot on an iPhone, which is crazy. I think
2: there's some movies out there right now getting shot on iPhone. It's insane. Insane. Yeah. The tech that's going into it.
1: Exactly. So like but just do an inventory right on our in our case we have you know sony C V 10s right everybody asks us like what camera are you guys using you know we have iphones we have a gopro that we never use mm-hmm. right like uh those things and then from there be like okay perfect how do i actually place them to get you know, based on your ability as an editor like we talked about this too uh so it can be the best right so i'm probably the less technical here like between you two Mm -hmm. right uh so my shot is gonna be like very organic very like jump cut you know zoom in zoom out because that's the extent of my personal ability to do that right right? you guys can probably do a little bit more fancy stuff yeah i mean we
0: (laughs) we've always led with quality of the message over quality of the production Right. And I think to an extent that is true. You can see maybe a movie that doesn't have the biggest budget or, you know, the best type of shots, but is their storytelling is absolutely amazing. Right. And it takes you for a ride and you're like an emotional ride and you're crying and laughing. Like you're probably going to go through the full movie and then you're going to be like, dang, the production wasn't the best, but
2: the movie was super well, good. Yeah. Cause that can be entertaining at least. Exactly. And there could be an awful story. But yet, if it looks good, I mean...
0: Exactly. And there are movies like that, that they have the, you know, best cameras, the best looks, everything. And you're
2: like, no, this movie sucked. (laughs) Well, I mean, that's why, what, what, like, the Fast and Furious movies are still being made (laughs) because everybody loves them. (laughs) Everybody loves them because it's, it's all just about family. Like, exactly yeah yeah.
0: At the end of the day, they do uh, maybe they, they make you so cry a little bit. Yeah,
1: I know that you like movies, right? We're talking yeah, about yeah. superhero movies, right? An example of like one of these negative ones it would be like maybe the Marvels, right? Like uh, you know the. Can superhero I put ones? a pause
0: there real quick? No, I just want to finish the point that I was <laughs> oh, making okay. real quick with <laughs> the quality of the message over quality of the production, right? <laughs> My whole thing is, not everybody that's listening to this podcast is going to be very technical. Yeah, not everybody's going to have an inclination to wanting to learn about cameras or audio or even the different type of cables, which I recently learned about when we acquired the studio. (laughs) I was like, wow, that's very interesting. But a lot of people don't want to learn about that. They just want to pop a phone open and they want to shoot something, right? They want to lean on their message. So my recommendation would be if
1: you pop a phone open right now, you will break the phone. Yeah, if you pop
0: a phone open you're probably got the flip one. Yeah, yeah. There we go. It can be that Samsung that flips. So, you know, my my thing is Focus on the story, right? Focus on what is it, on the quality of the message. And there's some basic things that could help the production, a.k.a. something very, very simple, is when you're going to shoot with your phone, maybe you want to, you know... Lean on closer to a source of light. Maybe you want to lean on, on to a window when it's a cloudy day so you get a little bit of soft light, cheek cheek et cetera. against the
1: window. Right? Make, sure, make so, sure your cheek is touching the window. So
0: you don't need a huge technical knowledge <laughs> to do this type of things. Yeah. But at the end of the day, you do need some level of expertise when it comes to refining your message. Mm-hmm. At least, and you know it doesn't have to be perfect to get started. We've talked about that before. But you need to get it done. You need to... Put the reps in so it can get better and better every single time. And yeah. at the end of
1: the day, yeah, because text getting that.
2: easier to be made, or, or sorry, text getting easier to be used. Yep, by just everyday people. Absolutely. So I mean, like I said, with the iPhones. Yeah, it's insane.
1: Yep. So I have a, I have a question for you because obviously we're like street educated, right? Like we didn't go to school for this thing, right? <laughs> and, uh, we probably can learn a lot from you. Uh, but you know, I remember like one example is like. Technically, let's say we're, we're educating, right? And uh, next year is going to be a huge year for us. We're going to lean a lot into more of that side of things uh, mm-hmm. in our business. But, you know, we love to do a lot of presentations and we used, you know, we did a couple of workshops where, we'd like, you know, technology was like, you share a screen and then we connected the iPad so we can write, like, a, you know, type of whiteboard type of deal. Yeah. And I'm like, the other day, I was like, man, like, what if you don't have that, that capacity to do that, right? It's like, okay, mm-hmm. well, you actually, you know, buy a freaking whiteboard or like a A-stand a with like paper and mm-hmm. then your camera shoots that and then you <laughs> explain the thing, quality of the message over quality of the production, right? So with like, with your current resources, what you have, don't let that not allow you to create, right? You have the stuff to create, yeah. right? And uh, if your thing is valuable and you're providing value, helping and serving people and solving their problems, mm-hmm. right? is gonna happen. So curious, mm-hmm. uh, like you obviously, it, you're- you're a professional. <laughs> you're you go to school for to be a yeah. professional, right? Yes. What are some cool things like that you've learned so far? uh on the video production aspects right like we're very street educated in the sense of like we probably made and continue to make every single mistake on the book (laughs) when it comes to stuff like this right i remember when we first sold uh we were doing like hype videos for fraternities and sororities right okay and uh you know Fonse brought a piece of equipment today which we used at that point and he's like here here's how you use it and then i try to handle it and uh, my arm wasn't strong enough. And like after five minutes, the, the camera started like leaning over it. So he goes like, here, you use your iPhone with like a, uh, a stable electronic stabilizer. Yeah. Right. Yeah. <laughs> and we were just like running around back and forth. And you know, at the end of the day, that's that where
0: I learned <laughs> that you need a shot list. and those right, type right, of events. Right, right, right. Exactly.
1: Yeah. So, you know, obviously we made a, our first share of, of mistakes, but what are some cool things that you, you know, that, or maybe that you think is cool. <laughs> yeah. I mean,
2: well, I mean, I agree putting in those reps, uh, is really good, but learning, I guess, the, like, intricate technical stuff, because, I mean, like, and, I mean, I'm I'm taking, like, I mean, I've played with a camera for, like, years, but I've never, I didn't know what ISO f-stops shutter speed was until I was, like, getting into classes yeah. in college this year with that. Yeah. Um, and knowing that now allows me to make the shots look better and more professional. So, I mean, You've gone as far as you have with the materials you have. Yeah. So use those to get there, but don't be afraid to add, I guess, more materials on top of it. Yeah. Because then it's just going to keep on going. going yeah. On going. That's, a,
0: that's a great point. There's some base knowledge that you maybe do need to seek, right, so mm-hmm. you can do something better. For example, and I'm going to go on the podcasting world. Mm-hmm. Something that I would recommend for people to learn, first of all, is lighting right if you're gonna shoot something like how does lighting works at least to an extent Mm -hmm. so you can control the look of your environment right so maybe it doesn't look like you're just calling from a zoom call the other thing that i would you know that is very simple to learn would be framing right (laughs) maybe i i learned a rule of thirds and now i know exactly where to put people on the you know on the frame when i'm shooting with multiple guests yeah, or if it's just you by yourself, you know exactly where to position yourself and yeah, by how way, to shoot if, yourself. By the way,
1: if you know the rule of thirds and this video is not the rule of thirds, it was not fancy setting it up. It was it's, me. And I don't know not, the rule of thirds. That is it's great. not rule of
0: thirds. I, I I've tried I tried to explain it <laughs> to my brother, but yeah. But uh, we're working on that. I don't think it is. <laughs> I guess
2: technically I didn't see what went on behind the camera. Yeah. yeah but I guess we'll
0: see,
1: we'll, we'll
2: see it in post. You'll tell me. Then I'll tell you.
0: Yeah. So there's certain I'll say basic knowledge that just by putting a little bit more intention into those yep first it doesn't take that long to learn like the rule of thirds is very very simple right i'm not gonna go ahead and explain it right here but really yeah you like you can literally learn that in like five minutes and it will make a noticeable noticeable difference in your footage so this base level knowledge can literally help you look already better than i would argue majority of people that should that don't mm-hmm. know what they're doing yeah. right and it's something it's not a very hard investment that you got to put in now learning how the iso you know f-stop mm-hmm. all these things work it might take a little bit longer you can know you know the basics of it it might take a little bit longer to learn but again that's going to add another layer of yeah. production value to it but so, for yeah. me
2: I would say the hardest part about putting those reps in is if it's something you don't care about. Mm-hmm. So make what you want to make. So come up with an idea that you think would be fun. And then you practice those reps yep. on that. Cause you're not going to have an interest in it. If you're just like, I'm going to do like homework. Like that's why nobody likes doing math from <laughs> yeah. school. But if you're doing it for fun, then it's actually like fun. So like, if you're doing math for uh, learning how to play poker, let me
0: tell you. Right, right, right. <laughs> then you'll so, be hooked. Yeah. So <laughs>
1: for those that are not aware, Fonzie has been obsessed with poker oh, like yeah. the last like month. He keeps losing, but you know. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but I'm learning all the math. But <laughs> but making what you want to make motivates you to learn, so that way, you might do it the first time, and it's like, okay, cool. I didn't get it the exact way I want to make it. But I at least practice, so now I need to do it again after yeah. learning that knowledge. And then YouTube, 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 because there's a million and one people that yeah. have already done the research. So you don't even need to do as much of the research cuz yeah. you can monkey see, monkey do.
1: Yeah. I remember seeing uh, this uh, streamer from Spain, Ibai, right? Like the probably the biggest streamer that there is. And he does like this like three, four hours. In Spain. In Spain, exactly. <laughs> Uh, he's not sponsored by Prime 2, by the way. Like he's one of their influencers, which wow. is crazy. Um He like uh, co- owns the Kings League, it's like this, you know, undercover soccer league that they created. With <laughs> not very player. undercover. Not very undercover, but it's like you know.
2: You knew about it, so. It's,
1: it's highly popular, but it's like, uh, anyways, it's like a fun, fun take <laughs> on on soccer. And then uh, we started watching their like his content we had no idea who he was and i was like I, we got hooked by these videos that were like uh what's it? if you laugh you lose right so like he has a community on Discord, and they send them these clips and on his live stream he goes through these clips and he just comments it with like his audience and they laugh together and whatever and then he gives away money right like 500 bucks to the one that made it the laugh the most right at first was don't laugh and then it evolved into we're laughing, but this was the funniest one, right? Right. And we're like, wow, this is great, right? And then we like our production minds were like, How does he doing this? So he actually does like a three, four hour live stream and it and he has like five different sections and each section then becomes its own YouTube video. So let's say that section is about 30 minutes. His editor grabs the live stream footage. It's not like an individual camera and this it's like the actual live stream footage mm-hmm. and then they cut it. Uh, to like a 10 or 12 minute video, kind of like a little bit faster pace with jump cuts. But it's like literally, what are the scenes? The scenes is like the full screen with him in the corner, the zoom in to him, like literally like in the stream Mm -hmm. and the the zoom in to the video, right? Mm -hmm. And you're like, wow, it's like one feed. You're not dealing with like a bunch of cameras Mm -hmm. and they're based on the message. Like, is this actually funny? And like engaging moments like for their social. And we're like, (laughs) That's so awesome, Yeah, and
2: I mean, it's pretty easy to do because you're just watching the video and going, this one was good, this one was good, this one was good.
1: Yeah, you see, like, where is everybody laughing? Where are the comments coming in like crazy, Mm -hmm. right? Like, those are your indicators. We we call those, by the way, value index indicators, like on our podcast, those are moments Mm -hmm. that we're looking for. And, uh, you know, so we go back to, like, modeling. Like, what is the type of content that you enjoy watching that you like, and then, like you said, putting the reps, creating that type of stuff.
2: Mm
0: -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, so I think... You know, we covered plenty. I don't know if you guys, how long you guys want to keep going with the Forever. conversation. But <laughs> just to recap here a little bit, right? We talked about kind of like managing some sort of expectations, yeah. right? And commitments with clients, right? And projects and educating them, right? We also talk about, you know, quality of the story over quality of the message over quality of the production. But at the same time, having some sort of base knowledge that also you seek, learn more of as time goes it's not like all right i'm gonna learn this and i'm just gonna leave it like this for the rest of my life like be a learner be curious like keep learning consistently and improving your craft whether that is on the storytelling side of things on the message side of things or on the production side of things right and we talked about this uh, publishing pyramid right the higher you go on the publishing pyramid right you get your quality of the message consistency and at the end you start getting more resources then you can reinvest that into potentially you know hiring Colin here and he can help you with the production side of things and then you don't got to learn as much of the production but more focus on the quality of the message right and also what was the last topic you talk about i M- forgot modeling
1: no. like i think
0: processes that's what you were talking about. Process, right? Sure. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> Modeling. Okay. Modeling. No. Processes. Right?
1: It's kinda like so how the first topic we talked about. Yeah, but you're like yeah.
0: your values your value index indicators, yes, right? So, so. Having your live stream, you have a process when you're creating some sort of stuff that is going to facilitate the output at the end of the day when you're going to create.
1: Yeah. Awesome. Colin, dude, uh first appearance on a podcast. Yes we're gonna save this you know when you're like editing for f1 or you like, like, <laughs> big events or whatever you know you tell us i'm gonna <laughs> add, i'm gonna
0: add when we met colin at the coffee shop the first thing one of the first thing i told him was like dude you have a radio voice <laughs> uh, yeah you should uh, be yeah that is exactly what you
2: said yeah right? i was like
0: you should be on a podcast or <laughs> on the radio so comes full circle comes full circle full circle hopefully you're you know motivated or inspired to start your own podcast or your Maybe. own show who knows?
2: I need to figure out what to talk about.
0: Hey, You know a lot about anime and you know a lot I about do. production, you know? So I'm, I'm, I'm sure you got plenty of passion projects or, or you know you're passionate about a lot of things that you can talk about. Yeah. Yeah. But if you like Cole in here and you want him back, let us know. If you think he, you know, he's definitely a radio future star. <laughs> Let him know as well, motivate him. Maybe he yeah, yeah, he'll, he'll yeah. come here and record some podcasts
2: one oh day. dude, I'll totally do this again. This was fun. <laughs> Let's really? go. Yeah, not
1: expected at all. And uh, any last thoughts that you know, um, you want to share with uh, people out there, you know, creating content in general?
2: Just keep doing it. Keep, keep doing, doing it. it. Keep doing um it.
1: Smart. Yeah, I was yeah, I I, I like
0: I like how you change different words so Nike wouldn't sue us. I appreciate that. <laughs> That's true. I don't even think about that. Just <laughs> keep so. doing it. The, the first two, keep doing it. Keep doing. it <laughs> <laughs> we'll, we'll, I feel like we would definitely get a season this is from Nike if uh, we put that one. Oops. Out.
1: <laughs> keep doing it
2: <laughs> yeah
1: alright guys with that said thank you so much for tuning into to the content profit podcast go ahead and follow the show in your favorite podcasting platform and on social media at thesebrosco
0: that is right Colin here motivated you to start producing and learning and you know all the nuts and bolts from content production make sure you smash that follow share the episode and message Colin so he gets started with
1: his own podcast alright cool yeah. I extended this one let's go bye see ya Bye, guys.